Hello, everybody. It's Jeff Lipson. It's Friday morning slash Friday afternoon, and that means it's time for our periodic podcasts. Actually, we're pretty consistent with it, but uh, we've taken a break during the Triple Crown, beginnings of the Derby, you know, Preakness, Belmont season, but we're back, and we're here to talk about two-year-olds. It is, I think, for a lot of people, a momentous time of the year, especially if you bought a yearling last fall and you are salivating to finally get the thing to race. <laughs> well, this is your time. Lots of the now two-year-olds are heading to their respective trainers, and they're starting their journeys to becoming racehorses. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to discuss, quote, what we need to see, end quote, and what hopes and hoops these babies need to jump through to be deemed race-ready. One of the most important points I can stress is that every horse is an individual, and they all develop at their own pace. That's kind of the qualifier statement here. Blah, blah, blah. They all are going to do what they're going to do. Some background information. Uh, there are two types of two-year-olds, known as babies or juveniles. Those that are bought as yearlings and those that are coming out of the two-year-old in training sales. Now, looking back at the last 200 or so horses that West Point Thoroughbreds has syndicated, between 60 and 70% of them raced as two-year-olds. They had at least one start. By comparison, a recent NBC Sports uh, study revealed that less than half of the current three-year-olds, not two-year-olds, three-year-olds, are getting a start by now. So you can see that you know, the percentages are much, much higher uh, for West Point getting two-year-olds going when the national average is much, much lower. Now, there's a reason our horses are more than likely to get a start or several starts at the age of two. And a lot of it has to do with really what is a rigorous selection process that we've built up over the years to buy these two-year-olds and to buy the yearlings. The protocol procedures really produce sounder, classier, and I mean you know, mentally ready to do this, and maybe a bit more precocious overall types of horses than the industry average. And really, we have the best horsemen conditioning them. So that's, that's a combination that produces a 60 70% uh, race as two-year-old statistic. It's pretty impressive, and it's what you would expect if you're getting involved with a top-notch outfit. Now, in recent years, one of the earliest two-year-old starters for West Point was Best Performance. She debuted in May. I mean, it was a stunner uh, before going on to hit the board in five straight stakes as a two-year-old and really culminating the year with a runner-up finish in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies Turf. Incredible year. And she was a precocious filly who was a ton of fun. <clears throat> Excuse me, but at this point in time, many of our two-year-olds have moved to their respective trainers. So it's, a, like I said, a momentous moment uh, in the calendar. And there are some still with Eddie Woods in Ocala. That's okay. It's still early in the year, and many promising two-year-olds, juveniles, are unveiled later in the year. So if your two-year-old does not debut at Saratoga or at Del Mar, one of the summer meets, please don't despair. <laughs> and here's the reason why. Well, some of the best horses that we've ever run didn't run it too. Awesome Gem, Lear's Princess, Twilight Eclipse are you know, the first three to come to my mind. And all three didn't start at two, and all three were grade one winners, superstars. Oh, and by the way, Justify, you might have heard of him. He wasn't all too bad, and he didn't run it too either. 
So, again, don't despair if your horse doesn't run in July or August. It ain't the end of the world, and it could mean that they are just developing later, and it means nothing in terms of their talent level. So uh, let's talk about what they have to do to show these babies when they are race ready. Most of the two-year-olds are broken and trained by Eddie Woods, our man in Ocala. And if they were bought as yearlings, he's taught them really the very basics, saddle, bridle, weight of the rider on their back, first time on the track, uh, jogging, you know, figure eights, and then in company. He's been doing this since early fall of last year with the yearlings. And so since early last fall, these horses have been going through those paces. Early in the year, this year now, as two-year-olds, they start very easy, controlled workouts for time, breezes. And Eddie typically likes to get them up to three-eighths of a mile because that means they have a pretty good foundation underneath them before they ship out to their respective trainers. And Eddie rarely times these workouts. Uh, as we like to say, it's not about how fast they go. It's about how they go fast. So he's more, more tuned up to seeing how they're doing it professionally. Do they know how to pick it up and then finish at the wire and gallop out strong and you know, figure it out? <laughs> and are they keeping a straight pathway? Some pretty simple stuff. Eddie's more concerned about that than anything else and how their fitness is, not the time. It also helps for Eddie to know which trainer you know, a horse is going to go to. They are all different and they all have different styles and different expectations for what they want when they get their two-year-old shipped up from the training center. Some will get a two-year-old in, and they'll jog them for a couple weeks, no matter how fit they are. That's a Dallas Stewart-ism, whereas others will you know, start breezing them right off the van. That's more of a Jerry Hollendorfer-ism. So there really is no cookie cutter on when horses are ready to go to the trainers. It depends on the trainer, depends on the horse, and it's a gut feel. It really is a gut feel combined with uh, the trainer saying, hey, I'm ready for this horse. Is it ready, Eddie? And Eddie making that call in conjunction uh, with our consultation as well, too. Now, uh, we've left the training center now in our mythical journey towards the racetrack, and we're now with the trainer. Uh, most trainers will let the horse acclimate and then start a few short breezes about once a week, once every 10 days. They'll start off with an eighth or a quarter mile breeze before they bump it up to three eighths. So once again, do not have a panic attack. Don't despair. Don't you know, uh, search for uh, you know, something else to occupy your time if you don't see those eighth of a mile or quarter mile breezes officially recorded. Most tracks don't record those very first unofficial, as we might call them, workouts or breezes. Daily gallops are equally important, if not more important at that stage of the game. They're going to really build a base level of fitness into all of these two-year-olds. So they'll gallop outside each other, inside each other, in between each other, going in company, as we call it, to get comfortable with situations that they'll face later on when they start racing. They'll go to the gate a bunch. Uh, schooling at the gate that's a frequent thing babies typically start by walking in and walking out without closing the doors once they're comfortable and confident they go in and they stand with the doors closed then they start what's known as quote unquote popping out you know they'll pop out and then start their gallop uh, and then they'll have a full-fledged gate breeze or two before they get their gate card approval to start racing uh, that comes pretty darn uh, you know, that comes pretty darn 
late in the ball game before they're about ready to race. The mental game, really important. Not only do they need to keep their cool at the gate, they also need to show really a level of professionalism and focus when they're at the gate. Going to the gate with the pony, changing leads in both their gallops and their breezes. If they have a bad or heavy-handed experience at the gate, it can really have a lasting experience on a horse. So it's a process you cannot rush. These are creatures of habit. Creatures of habit. So you want to build good habits, and it may take a while. Physical maturity of the horse, that's pretty important as well, too. Uh, these babies, these two-year-olds are growing, filling out, developing, uh, and really only a small percentage of them are meant to go five-eighths of a mile the spring and early summer of their two-year-old year, two year, old year uh, from a pedigree standpoint and from a physicality standpoint. Now, these are typically the horses with sprinter pedigrees who have a ton of speed and are lightning quick away from the gate. You know, the reality is horses go four and a half furlongs at Keeneland in April of their two-year-old year. Those horses typically aren't around when the big money three-year-old races come around the following year. Uh, you may know the name of trainer Wesley Ward. Household name to us, I love the guy personally. Love him. Uh, very successful. He is notorious for winning two-year-old pocket rocket races at Keeneland. But most of the time, you never hear a peep from him or from those horses on the Derby Trail the next year. So, you know, it's, it's a trade-off. Now, one recent exception to that is the multiple stakes winning Always Mining. That's a two-year-old that started, you know, in the spring, early summer, and obviously Kelly Rubley had that particular colt in a classic in the Preakness. More than ready, he's another example of a horse that started really early and was around for years afterwards and uh, was in the classics. Limestone, that's a third example, but folks, it is a short, short list. So, there's a trade-off. You know, starting early might be exciting, but you might not be around uh, later on. And personally, I kind of like being around later on. Now, a lot of our horses are big, two-turn type of prospects. That's just what we, we go to the to the two-year-old in training sales and to the yearling sales, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the classics. And they're really not bred to have mm, the body mechanics uh, or the pedigree that is all about sprinting four-and-a-half furlongs or five furlongs early in the year. You know, those horses will likely debut once the six and seven fur furlong races, the dirt races, the two-turn turf races start appearing later on in the summer, meaning the ones that we buy. Uh, we do have, you know, some who are acting precocious, meaning they could be early summer starters. And a, per a perfect example of that one would be, um, there's a couple of them out there. Tomorrow Knows, um, the, uh, in, uh, the big beast filly that's out on the West Coast, Inspiresa, um, and also, I think... Uh, now, if you know our stable pretty well, Maize and Blue is getting fairly close, say fairly close, and uh, possibly Baudette Blizzard. Those are a couple of the early giddy-up-and-go type of horses that might uh, make it before the traditional summer meets of Del Mar and Saratoga. Now, if you own two-year-olds, then you know, and you will no doubt find, that there are some pretty common physical ailments, setbacks that prevent them from running over the summertime. Buck shins. This is the, you know, this is probably the, the most overinflated, most worried about, uh, most, I think, to some degree, misunderstood, um, you know, malady or ailment that comes with, uh, with young horses. A lot of them get it. And they're like shin splints in humans. Uh, they get over them and typically don't ever see them again. But people, understandably, are like, oh, my God, my horse has 
buck shins or they have shins. You know what? If you're a runner, you're going to get it. And it's good to get it early, and they don't materialize once you've just taken care of them. So um, my advice, my counsel, and I think our overall counsel is don't sweat it if you've got a horse with shins. It ain't no big deal. Uh, splints, ring weekend, had splints as a two-year-old, but still uh, did uh, make it uh, racing several times and actually raced at uh, Saratoga. And then tying up. Tying up is kind of a muscle cramping uh, deal that uh, just recently happened with um, Tomorrow Knows, for example. Uh, it's typically enzyme-related, you know, sort of like blood enzyme-related, and uh, Kiss and Run was another uh, with Cherie DeVoe. Uh, those are um, the, the Carpe Diem filly. Those are you know, really the most common type of, you know, sort of early issues, baby issues we call them. Frustrating. Yeah, if you let them get frustrating, but really they're not a big deal. This is why we call them baby stuff. Uh, but they can be frustrating, especially if you're on top of a race. But it really is Mother's w- Nature's way of saying um, that this particular two-year-old, this particular baby just isn't quite ready to be a racehorse yet. Uh, doesn't have, again, any impact on their <laughs> career, uh, nor does it have any impact on their talent level. Um, and that's a tough thing to understand, but I think it's important. Because, you know, sometimes we have horses that are available that, st- that have buck shins and people don't get involved thinking, oh, goodness. And you may have missed out on, you know, next year's big-time grade one winner um, for a reason that you shouldn't have avoided that horse. Um, a big part of the process of getting horses to the starting gate uh, is the trainer's gut feel. Is the horse giving them the right, you know, sort of vibes and telling them that they're ready for the big day? Uh, their first time in the starting gate for a race. And there are certain intangibles that really only veteran horse people like our trainers can see. Sometimes it's finishing up their breezes with a lot of energy and a big, strong gallop out, and they've already passed the gate process, and they're schooling well in the paddock. That is a big-time sign that you're ready. Um, But when you see things like they're not eating up their feed tub or they're acting nervous or they're stressed or their their body just seems to have gone through kind of an awkward funky growth spurt type of stage that's a reason to back off that initial uh, you know possible first race so uh, you've heard a lot of pieces of information here uh, about that sort of what do we need to see kind of deal uh, and I think it's complicated and very simple in the same breath. It's complicated because of all the things we talked about here. And it's simple because when a horse doesn't have much in the way of obstacles or setbacks or doesn't do anything wrong in terms of the learning, well, that means they're probably time it's time to go. It's time to race. A lot of pieces have to come together for a two year old to make it to the races. Um, but Miraculously, it happens every single year. And we have a record number, 34 two-year-olds hitting the track this year in 2019. History says 60 to 70% of them are going to be getting their first start in this two-year-old season. So it is safe to say it's going to be a fun, busy, momentous, and exciting summer. Have a great day.